kids of Elm Street don't know it yet, but something is coming to get them. There's something out there, isn't there? You just see cuts happen. What did that, Lieutenant? I don't know. There's a coroner got to say. In the jaw and puking since he saw it. You're gonna kill me for sure. Did you do it? There was somebody else there. He was locked in a room with a girl who went in alive and came out in a rubber bag. No one knows where it came from or who it will visit next. Nancy, there's something wrong with you. You're imagining things. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> do you believe in the boogeyman? No. Whatever you do, don't. everybody this is tony with a stranger things podcast and this is episode number four uh chapter four called the body so this uh story the uh chapter here begins with lights police lights in front of the buyer's house and them finding out that will is supposedly dead and hopper trying to uh trying to talk to joyce trying to you know get her to basically uh deal with uh this newfound grief that she supposedly is going through now joyce's seemingly uh descent uh into madness is unsettling uh to see on screen especially uh joyce describing the demogorgon the uh the faceless uh uh long-armed monster that she's uh thinking she's seen now hopper's explanation of his daughter's uh, loss, um, his loss of her and the grief that followed afterwards. He's trying to uh, correlate between the two and he's trying to uh, talk to Joyce as if she's going through uh, grief, but we know that this is not exactly what she's going through at this very moment. Now, Hopper is uh, now Hopper is in the Bronco and Jonathan is in the bedroom listening to music and music, like I said, is always a big part of this uh, show. It plays well to what we're seeing on the screen as as always. Now, now this is all while Joyce uh, grabs an axe and she's seemingly getting ready to go uh, all shining on the wall in, in what will become one of the uh, classic scenes of the uh of the show itself now ted and karen willer are talking on the couch you know which is you know is 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 slightly uh it's 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 really a good scene and and you know we don't see too much uh depth from uh ted throughout the series uh he's usually the uh, the absent but present uh 80s uh father it's it's a huge trope that they use throughout the 80s and 
this comes really into play. But he, we see a little bit more of a different dynamic from him between him and uh, Karen Willer at this very moment, Mrs. Willer. So uh, I think that that was something that they they highlighted that was done really well. And this uh, this show is is always upping the ante and taking us on these journeys with characters that we don't necessarily uh, expect or see coming uh, for the most part. Now we have uh, Mike and Eleven in the basement um, having a one-sided argument when Will's voice comes over the walkie-talkie. Now at this point, information is coming fast and furious. We're getting a lot of information. We're, we're, we're figuring out exactly what's uh, what's going on now Hopper is at the uh, corners talking to the receptionist talking about uh, uh, Gary the the usual corner um, whom was replaced by the men from state now we're going to get a lot about the uh, men from state from here moving forward now Joyce and Jonathan are viewing the body at the morgue at this very moment but Joyce asks to see Will's birthmark, a question only a mom would uh, would uh, want to see and would ask at this at this very difficult uh, time when identifying um, the body of a loved one, specifically your child in this uh, in this case. So we uh, we move on from that. And now Joyce, she autumn, you know, all of a sudden bursts out of the coroner's office saying that that is not Will. I don't know what that is, but that is definitely not Will. Now we have uh, Steve and Nancy. They have a conversation about the the night Barb went missing, and they're going back and forth. And Steve's a little bit worried about what uh, his perception um, from his parents will be and he's more worried about getting in trouble with his parents versus uh, what's going on with um, what's going on with Will and him being missing and this really upsets Nancy at this point and this you know this shows him to be a little bit uh, immature and selfish at this moment but as we know as the series moves on this we move past a lot of this moving forward so we uh we get uh Jonathan and and Joyce they have an argument in the middle of the street after Joyce has this huge outburst coming out of the uh, coroner's office and they get to this big argument in the middle of the uh, town square and everyone's looking and and uh you know like I said it, it just further feeds into the the fact that maybe uh um, Joyce is going mad to everyone else it seems this way but this is not particular, particularly what's going on in this very uh, moment now the boys are on the walkie talkies trying to find uh, Will talking about the possibilities of where he is and what um, this particular thing the upside down may be now the boys uh, fix up 11 to go to the school and it's a it's another call back to E.T. And just the look on uh, Lucas's uh, face when he sees Eleven comes out and Mike is looking at Eleven and he says pretty and she says uh, pretty, pretty good. And that's just that whole back and forth and just the facial expression of Lucas is just classic at that moment. 
Now, back at the lab, we have another callback to aliens as a lab worker heads into the Upside Down uh, with Dr. Brenner overseeing the entire uh, operation. And Nancy is taken from class and talks to the deputies. Now, the deputies say that there was no car, although we know uh, there was a car because we saw Nancy see the car and then head back to uh, Steve's house where the party occurred the, uh, the night before. So Harper speaks to Gary, the, the uh, coroner, about the state guys coming in. Um, and he says they were, you know, there were about six of them. And, you know, at this moment, uh, you have uh, Chief Hopper. He's really starting to piece a lot of the things together. There was this, uh, this, the, uh, the men from state that, that, that came in and replaced uh, Gary as the coroner. And, you know, we, we, we starting to get a lot of the pieces being put together by Hopper in his in his face and just the, his facial expressions and the way he's uh, it, he's just going over through all of these things within his head. You, we can actually see the wheel starting to uh, to turn and him starting to figure out that there may be more to this going on than meets the eye. So meanwhile, the boys and 11 bike to school and they head to the AV room and they're in there and 11 just goes, uh, goes through this, um, goes through this whole, uh, thing when they're met by Mr. Clark and there's a uh, humorous moment that ensues shortly after that, where, you know, she's, uh, she's Eleanor, not, not 11, uh, as Mike says, cause he interrupts her when she's about to say her name is 11, which would of course, uh, throw off some red flags at the very moment. And then we have, uh, uh, Nancy and, uh, and her mom have an argument and she knows that, uh, Barb is dead at this moment. She's really, really, uh, in turmoil, uh, within herself. And she just, uh, she's just starting to feel the weight of all this coming down on her. And she basically just, uh, just tells her mom that, that she slept with Steve, uh, the, the night before and that, that she had lied about the entire thing because, uh, Nancy's mom, Mrs. Willer, she, uh, she really, uh, was like, do you think I'm really this stupid? Do you think, don't think I realize and understand what, uh, what has been going on, what went on during, you know, your stay at, at Steve's house. And you came in with a sweatshirt on and she's piecing all these things together in her mind as well. Now, Nancy, uh, then looks at a photo when, when she goes up to her room, a little bit upset of a photo of the night in question that Jonathan took. And she's starting to, starting to see this figure, uh, that she, you know, uh, possibly possibly it's going to see in the near future but we'll get into that in a moment so we're back at the lab with uh dr brenner uh, you know then a monster growls from the upside down we hear it we don't see it but we hear it but when the lab workers line is pulled back in it's just a bloody stump which appears to be a part maybe a part of his uh of, of his spine which is some of the uh glorious uh, scenery we've seen so far within this uh, series. Now, the boys in Eleven are at the assembly for Will, and the bullies are just making fun of fun of uh, Will and what's happened to him. And Eleven looks over 
and says uh, mouth breather because Mike has seen uh, the boys and realized that they're mocking and making fun of um, of Will. So, you know, after Eleven says mouth breather and Mike, you know, gets up and after the assembly is dismissed, Mike pushes uh, Troy the bully to the ground in front of everyone. And then Troy gets up and tries to run towards him and Eleven just makes him pee his pants. <laughs> By the way, you know, when when Eleven uh, wipes her nose after after doing that and kind of like turns her head, you know, that was just that moment was, was just so badass. And I just love that that whole uh, scene and the way it uh, played out. Now, Jonathan is is looking at caskets when Nancy comes in and they talk about the uh, the photo he took and they discuss uh, Barb and when she went missing and Jonathan and Nancy compare the uh, the description of the monster which was faceless with uh, long arms now Jim is in is in a bar talking to a guy that is most likely from state and we find out a little bit later once they're outside the uh the bar and uh and jim is out in the alley roughing up the guy that called in will's body that he is from the uh the state he's with the uh, men or he's working for the men from upstate uh as well so joyce plays the clash at the house uh, to get the monster to to come out to kind of like provoke it to come out and to to try to to try to see what's going on where will is and she doesn't know exactly what's going on but she's just trying to figure out all of this within her uh within her mind now eleven has a flashback while in the uh, a v room with the boys and she exerts uh so much uh energy at this very moment it's it's just uh it's unbelievable because she can barely stand or walk or talk or do anything after uh after basically going into the uh the upside down now you have um you have uh nancy and jonathan who are in the school's photo room and they 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 try to clarify a picture and, you know, they try to realize, you know, or they actually realize that they've seen the same thing and that Joyce really isn't crazy because what they have seen on this picture is, is almost the exact uh, description of what uh, Joyce has said she's seen, which was a faceless man with long arms. And this is exactly what they have seen and nancy she you know when she went back to the house and she saw this whole uh monster and and everything uh you know or as someone said a maybe it was a bear uh, i think it was one of the deputies it was possibly a bear she's like no that's not what it was and she just stopped short of a explanation during that conversation so you know uh hopper goes to the morgue to see the body and knocks out a guard on the way in which is like okay you know just knock out a guard go in and but he uncovers the truth that the body really isn't real and this is a turning point 
and this ramps up the action and just the drama and everything within this uh, series because like I said we're at the halfway point in this uh, episode or in this season rather this is episode number four so we're at the halfway point so things have to really get going and they really get going in this uh in this episode because now all these pieces that are starting to fit together so we you know the coroner him coming in replacing gary the men from state this guy in the bar he's he's just sitting there and you know he, he's the one that called in will's body he works for the state so it's starting to all come together it's starting to all make sense and then you have these two descriptions of the faceless man uh and that you know faceless men with the long arms and this is just uh, all coming together between uh nancy and joyce's description so joyce is at the house when when Lonnie shows up and we get just this this really great uh great scene with uh with with Lonnie coming up and we have um we have Joyce there she seems so distraught as to what's going on he notices the hole in the side of the house in the wall and he's trying to figure out exactly what's going on and just the drama and them meeting again is just so uh, so impactful. And then we get the final scene with uh, with with Hopper uh, at the lab with a lock cutter, he, and he's sitting at a gate because now he's got this information, and you know he just left the coroner's office, and he's he's got all this information now, and he's like, this is not making any sense. I'm about to figure some shit out. And that's exactly what he's about to do. He's about to go uh, into possibly the Upside Down. And, uh, and just the way this episode ends, I love the way these, all of these episodes end and how they're sewn together. It ends on a major cliffhanger, which, you know, like I've said, this lends to the show being as uh, bingeable as it is you have to go into the next episode because this is uh, this is really impactful him at the gate and this music is just revving up and we're seeing him there and we just all of a sudden just it just cuts to black screen and then the music uh, just all of a sudden ends but we're going to head into the next episode here really soon. This has been Tony with the Stranger Things Podcast. I'll see you guys in a bit. Every child is afraid of the dark, the unknown, the nightmare. In Gatlin, Nebraska, that nightmare is in the corn. Stephen King's Children of the Corn. Christine, an adult nightmare. Children of the Corps. I'm here!
Stephen King's Children of the Corn, an adult nightmare. It's time you believed in a new kind of horror. The horror of the children. Oh, my God. 